The following is a reflection on the solemnity of the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary. The first reading is taken from Genesis chapter 3 verses 9 to 15 and verse 20. The responsorial psalm is 98 and the second reading Ephesians chapter 1 verses 3 to 6, 11 to 12 and the gospel is Luke chapter 1 verses 26 to 38. On this solemnity of the Immaculate Conception, we are reminded by Mary of what we are each called to become. By a singular grace, Mary is created as the new temple of God, a tabernacle where Jesus dwells from the moment of his conception until his birth in Bethlehem. But we, by virtue of our baptism, are also blessed by God's grace to become temples of the Spirit of God, and being temples, we are to enjoy, like Mary, a most intimate relationship with the Blessed Trinity. We do this by allowing the initial grace given in baptism to flourish throughout our lives, growing more and more through prayer and participation in the sacramental life, especially reconciliation and Eucharist. With reconciliation, we can maintain, in imitation of Mary, this constant life of grace, even though we, unlike Mary, are prone to sin and loss of sanctifying grace yet it can be restored immediately through this wonderful sacrament. In each Eucharist, we are blessed with an exceptional and intimate union with Jesus, body, blood, soul, and divinity. Thus, the lofty statement by St. Paul in today's second reading from Ephesians chapter 1, that God chose us in Christ before the world was made to be holy and spotless can be attained through His sanctifying grace that our Mother always had from the moment of her conception, now available in the sacraments of the Church. To help us in this union, we have Mary not only as our reminder, but as our guide. She shows us that the key to an intimate relationship with Jesus is being utterly open and receptive to God and the working of the Holy Spirit. Her yes to the Annunciation, even when she was a young girl, not knowing what the future held, is a model for us to follow. Our response, likewise, should always be, Let it be done to me according to your will. For we are also called, like Mary, to give birth to Jesus in our world, bearing Christ in all our thoughts, words, and actions. We and the Church as a whole share in Mary's maternity. We, in effect, extend the Incarnation throughout history in our own particular vocations. It is not necessarily by great acts of courage or heroic virtue that we can share in Mary's blessedness, but in the unique way we love God and neighbor. I am reminded here of C.S. Lewis's book, The Great Divorce, where the fictional narrator, having journeyed from the underworld of hell in a flying bus to the forecourt of heaven, meets various saints. In chapter 12, the narrator, who is a ghost, spots an exceptional woman of unbearable beauty at the head of a long procession approaching him. The procession is made up of immense beings that are angels and many young men and women dancing and throwing flowers as they venerate her and followed by various animals, and she is carried like a queen. The song they sing, says the narrator, is so beautiful that if he could only write it down, no person would ever grow sick or old. 
The traveler is so taken aback at this scene that he thinks he is looking at the Blessed Virgin Mary herself, but is told by his guide that this is not the case. The woman is identified as Sarah Smith, an ordinary woman, someone you never heard of. But the narrator is told she is one of the great ones in heaven because of how she lived on earth. In fact, she became a spiritual mother to everyone she met, even the lowly animals felt her affection. I will now quote from chapter 12. Quote, Every young man or boy that met her became her son, even if it was only the boy that brought the meat to her back door. Every girl that she met was her daughter, but her motherhood was of a different kind. Those on whom it fell went back to their natural parents, loving them more. Few men looked at her without becoming, in a certain fashion, her lovers, but it was the kind of love that made them not less true, but truer to their own wives. Every bird and animal that came near her hand had its place in her love. In her they became themselves, and now the abundance of life she has in Christ from the Father flows over into them. I looked at my teacher in amazement. Yes, he said, it is like when you throw a stone into a pool and the concentric waves spread out further and further. Who knows where it will end? Redeemed humanity is still young. It has hardly come to full strength, but already there is joy enough in the little finger of a great saint such as this lady to waken all the dead things of the universe into life. End of quote. Back to our solemnity, Mary is not only our reminder and guide, but she is also a cause of our holiness. Her constant intercession before her Son, which has its source in the fullness of grace that was hers from the moment of her immaculate conception, can free us from self-love and the innumerable temptations of Satan. Today's responsorial psalm bids us to sing a new song to the Lord, his right hand and holy arm have brought salvation. End of quote. In the Bible, a new song is composed and sung every time God acts in a new way to redeem his people. Certainly, the Immaculate Conception was such an act as it prepared the way for the events that followed, including the Annunciation and the birth of Jesus. Even though we cannot sing at Mass at this time, we can and should have a song in our heart praising God for the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary and our own baptism. May we, through Mary's intercession and our cooperation with God's grace, by the ordinary but intentional acts of our heart, live each day with greater love of God and neighbor, thereby sharing in Mary's blessedness. Let us pray. O God, who by the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin prepared a worthy dwelling for your Son, grant, we pray, that as you preserved her from every stain by virtue of the death of your Son, which you foresaw, so, through her intercession, we too may be cleansed and admitted to your presence. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. <laughs>